Hello, my name is Dr. Kim Farina, a veterinarian and host of Pause and Reflect with Zoetis, provided to you by Zoetis Pet Care. Welcome to season five. In season one, we learned about ProHeart 12 with the active ingredient Moxidectin. In season two, we learned about a whole new product, Semperica Trio, a combination of Moxidectin, Pyrantal, and Seralaner. And in season three, veterinary leadership was the hot topic. And in the last season, you learned how to help itchy patients. The fifth season of Pause and Reflect with Zoetis has just one episode to finish off the year, but it is jam-packed with great information. We're going to learn about an exciting advancement in veterinary medicine, the VetScan Imagist. This platform is going to advance how we practice veterinary medicine. For this season, we also have a well-known guest on the show, Zoetis' own Dr. Richard Goldstein, to tell us about the VetScan Imagist. We're so glad you're here. Thank you, Kim. Great to be here. So you're currently the Vice President and Chief Medical Officer of Global Diagnostics in Medical Affairs in Zoetis. Uh, You have quite an impressive career. So give us an overview of what you did prior to coming to Zoetis. Nothing nothing I did prior to Zoetis is as important as what I'm doing today. But uh, I'm a veterinarian. I'm an internal medicine specialist. I did a residency in small internal medicine and and, uh, board certified in both the U.S. and Europe. Um, I spent most or about half of my career, I guess now, at Cornell University. I was a professor there for about 12 years. Um, And then um, in 2012, I I left Cornell to become the chief medical officer of the Animal Medical Center in New York, which is a very large specialty practice in Manhattan. Did that until 2018, when a few friends of mine, I had always worked with um, all the diagnostic companies and all the pharmaceutical companies on vaccines and and tests um, when I was at Cornell and when I was at AMC. Um, so a few friends of mine um, said, hey, do you want to come help us start up a new diagnostic division at Zoetis? It's really small now. We want to grow it to be really big. And I said, sure. And so that's where I am. So I, uh, I um, have oversight of all the medical aspects of our diagnostic division globally, uh, which includes point of care and, and reference lab. Ah, that's amazing. So what do you yeah. do in your day-to-day job? <laughs> Talk on Zoom all day, every day. That's all I do. Uh, so, so there's a... You know, everything we do at Zoetis, um, we really put the veterinarian first, a customer first, and that means putting medicine first. Um, and so um, that's what I do. I, 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 my, I have a team, uh, a large team of veterinarians um, who work both at point, the point of care and the reference lab side to make sure that we provide the best quality diagnostics to our customers, and that we support our customers with education, um, and that we continue to grow diagnostics globally. Um, providing best medicine for all the animals out there of all species. So it's not just dogs and cats, it's, ca- it's cows and horses and, and chickens. And we win, we want to be able to help provide our customers, the veterinarians, with best medicine opportunities for all, for everyone. Yeah. And so what's your favorite thing about working for Zoetis? My favorite thing is probably just that. It's just that reach, you know, that you can... You know, when you're a veterinarian practice, you know, you help the dog and cat or, or whatever horse that's in front of you. And that's great. Obviously that, that dog and cat or horse is connected to people. So you're helping the family and you're doing a ton of good. Um, and, and that's fantastic. And that's what the basics of veterinary medicine is. But to enable that, to enable veterinarians to actually do that, there's a whole world behind that with diets and pharmaceutical products and, and test products. And being able to be on that side and, and kind of being able to enable that wonder of, of veterinarians taking care of pets and animals, 
um, and and herds um, is is the most fun part. So knowing that I can do something today that might help a veterinarian in Thailand or Australia or or Brazil um, help some pet or treat some herd or diagnose some disease earlier and 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 prevent disease is the most fun part. Yeah, and I think you know Zoetis is such an innovative partner in animal health, and it sounds like what you're saying with all that tied. What's tied to it is innovation because you're just trying to improve patient care. So, of course, I have to ask about vet scan images. Tell mm-hmm. us about it. Well, first of all, you're right. It is all about innovation, right? We need to doing the same things we did yesterday is is okay, but we should be doing things better, you know, tomorrow than we did than we did yesterday. So, it is all about innovation, and and being able to bring those innovations to the veterinarians is 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 the key, um, and. Um, Veskin Images is, is, is exactly that, right? It's, it's being able to bring the best quality of medicine um, that a, a in, in the case of fecal, a board-certified parasitologist spending a long time looking at a slide. Um, most veterinarians don't get that access, right? You don't get to submit your fecal to a parasitologist and say, hey, please spend 20 minutes looking at this and tell me exactly what you think, right? Um you have you you do fecals in, in in your lab or you do in your in your hospital or you do fecals as a reference lab, but they don't get that kind of quality attention, and that's exactly what bring with images. So images is an AI based it's an, it's a um, a AI based deep learning platform uh, that that brings that artificial we call it artificial intelligence, but it's actually the intelligence of a parasitologist, right? Everything that the that the algorithm knows was put in there by by parasitologists. So it's bringing the intelligence, the knowledge, the experience of a board-certified parasitologist into practice um, using artificial intelligence. So it truly is innovation, and it it could go anywhere, right? You could put it in a in a truck in Congo or in a fancy fancy lab in Washington D.C. Um, and wherever you're bringing it, you bring that parasitologist right into your practice. Yeah. So let's talk more about this deep learning image recognition. Um, I, I did some research on it. Tell us a bit more. What does this all mean? So AI means right that we're, that we're that there's a neuron there's a neural network that we're ha- we're actually letting the we're teaching the algorithm to make assumptions based on on data that's been given. So it's not just like a calculator that you put in numbers and it spits out what the, what that sum is. It can anticipate. What 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 the next move is? Let's say that that's what AI does. Now, deep learning versus superficial learning is, is I, I think, really important. There, superficial learning is something we're very used to in in our in our lives. Um, superficial learning means um, that you can actually have a so so you tell the algorithm what to look for. You say, okay, let's say in the case of facial recognition, you say if it's got something that looks like an 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 eye and another eye and a nose and an ear. That's probably a face. So when you point your iPhone at uh, at people, it recognizes the face based on that, and that's that's superficial learning. What deep learning is is we say, okay, you're a computer. You've got way more calculating abilities than we do. If you look at a face, you the computer, you may find things that we never thought of that define that face, right? So go ahead, go crazy. You find the elements you want to focus on. We'll show you a lot of faces, or in this case, a lot of fecal eggs. We'll show you a lot of fecal eggs. We're not going to tell you to look at the shape and the size and the how thick the rim is. You look at them. You find all the millions of different things that define them, and then you base your learning based on that. So it's it's a it's a much more um, it's deeper, hence, but it's it's a much more comprehensive way 
that the computer can do. So it can go way beyond saying this is a fecal egg, and it can recognize small differences that even people cannot. So we never know. So let's let's say we have two eggs that are that look similar, but we can tell the difference by PCR, right? So a person cannot tell the difference just by looking at them, but if you run PCR on those samples, you you could tell the difference. The algorithm might be able to tell that difference because it'll pick up things that the people cannot recognize, maybe millimeters difference in size or slight differences in shape or color, and so it it, it does provide a lot more opportunity. Uh, for learning and accurate diagnoses than, than superficial learning. And has deep learning image recognition been used before in veterinary medicine? Not to my knowledge. There are some platforms with superficial learning. We have one, you know, with with uh, with uh, urine sediment. Uh, there's others in the market that do urine sediment. Um, there's some educational platforms that use AI. Um, but I, I'm not aware that there's another deep learning platform like this one. And when you and when you look at it, you can you can tell it is just amazing the way it works, uh, the way it gives results out, the accuracy of the results is 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 pretty incredible. Yeah, it is really amazing. And so, what do you think the future implications are of this technology? I mean, already you've described something that's so extraordinary. What do you think could go beyond? Well, so right now it does fecals, right? So right now you take feces as as attractive as that is. Um, you put a drop on the, it's a very simple sample prep as well. So we don't, you don't have to go through the whole messy flotation with things spilling and sticky sugar feces everywhere. Very simple sample prep, which is closed. So you never have to touch anything. Um, and then you take that, you put one drop on the slide, put the slide on the scanner and, you know, 10 minutes later, you get your result. So that's, that's the way it does fecal. But when you think about that, all we're doing is, is recognizing images on a slide. So hypothetically, anything that can be placed on, a, placed on a slide and then recognized can be done, right? So this is the first step in this platform. It's a platform. It's not a, it's not a fecal device. It's an, it's an AI platform, a clinical pathology platform um, at point of care. So anything you can put on a slide, it will then, we can teach it to recognize. So it's, it's endless, you know, from, from blood smears to um, cytology. Um, it's just endless what it can do. It can also, it's also a really nice platform just to transfer images. And so if, if you think of, um, you know, I, I'm looking at an image right now. I want an oncologist to look at the same image um, or a clinical pathologist to look at the same image. You, you hit a button and it's there immediately, right? So, so even just sharing images is great. But then when you add the AI component onto that, uh, the opportunities are endless. Absolutely. So it's time to actually take a break. But up next, I want to talk more about fecal testing and why it's important in clinical practice. But first, I don't, Dr. Goldstein, I don't know if you know, um, we have going? pause and reflect the wettest quizzes on this mm. podcast. Mm. Do I have to take it? And they're quizzes, are you ready for this? And and yeah. they're quizzes for our guests that have nothing to do with veterinary medicine. Okay. All right, so this is a this is a riddle quiz to see how well you can answer some riddles. And there's nothing to lose. There's nothing to win either because I have this okay. bell here um, okay. to give you some positive reinforcement. All right. All so right. are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Here we go. Riddle number one. If a red house is made of red bricks and a yellow house is made of yellow bricks, what's a greenhouse made of? One would have thought green bricks. What is a greenhouse made of? A greenhouse is made of glass. 
There you go. Yes. All right. Oh, I only needed one hint. <laughs> Riddle number two. Ready? David's parents have three sons. Snap, crackle, and pop. I'm going to read it again. Oh, David. David's parents. David, 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 David. David. <laughs> although, although David could be a girl. That's fair. That's fair. All right. Ready? Before. Okay. Here we go. Before Mount Everest was discovered, what was the highest mountain on earth? Whatever is the highest mountain on earth was was still the highest mountain, whether it was discovered or not. There you go. Mount Everest. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Last riddle. How can you make seven even? How can you make seven even? Have two of them? I don't know how you can make seven even. I need, I need no. an eyebrow, I need an eyebrow hint on that one. All right. See, I, yeah, I've been giving Dr. Yeah, Goldstein yeah, eyebrow yeah. hints during yes, this yes, for those yes. of us, for those of our listeners who can't see us. Yes. So, so you remove the letter S, right? Seven. Oh, remove S even. Got it. Huh? Yeah, you that would, it? I would have not. That would have taken me a long time. That one. All right. All right. Well, you did really well. Bravo. Hopefully, I do better at veterinary medicine than this stuff. Well, we got, hey, we got another one coming up. So get ready. This is great. All right. right, So now let's let's dive deeper into the current usage of vet scan imagist in clinics. Yeah. So fecal testing. This is like a very basic question, of course. Why is fecal testing so important in veterinary medicine? Fecal testing is important because. Intestinal parasites are important. So intestinal parasites are common in, in dogs and cats, as well as other species. Um, and and they having them may not be obvious. You know, people think, oh, dogs scoot. And there's all kinds of kind of old wives' tales about how to know when a dog has worms or not. The fact is you don't know when a dog has worms or not. The only way to know is to test. And, and they're not good for their health. They cause... Um, uh, nutritional problems, as well as growth problems, as well as immune problems. So not good to have parasites in your gut. And the only way to know is to test. So we recommend testing, um, even if you're on preventatives. And th- this is one of the key things. Preventatives are not do not 100% get all fecal parasites. And also, there's a big compliance issue with preventatives. Right? People think they're giving a pill every month. They don't actually give it. And so um, CAPC, the Companion Parasite Council, recommends testing uh, adult dogs twice a year and, and puppies four times, and and uh, and we adhere to those guidelines. And so, if you, if you want to know if your dog has parasites, test. Even if they're on preventative, test. And what components are included in the vet scan imagist? So it's it's a it's a beginning to end or soup to nuts, if we can use that analogy for for fecal analysis. So what what the customer gets, what the veterinarian gets, is a is the machine itself, which is a scanner. It's hooked up to the internet. Um, and then they get this uh, box of consumables, which are basically these sample prep little vials. And there's one for all the other, all the eggs, basically, which has a sugar solution. And there's a special one for Giardia, which has a zinc sulfate solution because it's ideal to look at Giardia and zinc sulfate, and it's ideal to look at the other ones in, in sugar. But the solution comes pre-filled in these little vials. And basically what you do is you take one gram of feces, so less than we normally use, in a little spoon that comes with it, you put it in the vial, uh, you mix it, shake it. There's a little stick to even shake it if you have to, to mix it, if you have to mix it better. Um, then we centrifuge it for a couple minutes. 
take it out. And then there's this little device that, that allows you to put a, a specific size drop on the slide and the slides and the side and the cover slips come with as well. So you have, no, you know, you don't have to bring anything from home here. You put this drop on the slide, you cover it with this unique cover slip, which is also really cool. Um, and then you put it on the scanner, hit go, or you can hit go from your uh, electronic medical record system or, or from any computer, really. This is a web-based system. Um, you hit go and it scans and then you get results back in, in 10 minutes. So it, it really, other than putting that little spoonful of feces into it, this is the last time you have to actually see or smell the feces up close. And then again, you know, it's a mixing, short centrifugation, put on the scanner and walk away. And so it's it's really, really easy to do if you do it at the beginning. So if, the, if a patient comes into the practice, this is started at the beginning of the visit. By the time the veterinarian walks in the room, he already has the results. He has pictures of the eggs if they're there on his iPad or phone or, you know, it can be printed out. And you can show the, the client, the dog owner right there. See, look, your dog has um, these eggs. We need to treat this. Or, hey, your dog is clear. You, you know, you're, you've obviously, you've been taking the preventative I've been giving you because your dog is clear. That's great news. We can move on and, and you know test again in six months. And what parasites can vet scan images locate, identify, and classify? All the common ones that dogs and cats get: so tapeworms, hookworms, whipworms, uh, roundworms, uh, and, and giardia, and 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 um, coccidia. That there, I named six. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why is an advanced system like the vet scan images needed for fecal flotation testing? There's there's three options, right? Either you're not doing fecals, which is a big no-no. You should be doing fecals. It's a really important thing to do. It's part of wellness. It's part of dealing with a puppy and dealing with sick dogs. So. If you're not doing fecals, you need to be doing fecals as a veterinarian. And if you decide to do fecals, you have two options. You can do it yourself in-house. It's messy. It takes a long time. You have to dedicate a tech to it. And then who's going to read those results? At the end of the day, you're taking a relatively undrained person, putting them on a microscope and say, you read these results, which is hard. It takes a long time to actually be really good at reading fecals. And, you have, and it takes a long time looking under a microscope to, to identify the eggs. Um so most people are doing that and they're getting mostly negatives and surprise, surprise, they're probably missing a lot. Um, or you send it to reference lab. You send it to reference lab, that's okay. It's, it's also, you, you get a quick read at the reference lab. It's not, no one's spending 20 minutes per slide, but then you don't get the answer back till the next day. And so you miss the opportunity to do it in front of the client when the client is there, when the dog owner is there, you miss the opportunity to treat that dog. Um, if you need to treat that dog, you know, then they're open up to going to any pharmacy they want to, to get the medication versus getting it from you. Um, and, and you're missing the power of showing them the results in real time. So it allows you to do in-house fecals with a quality that's better than anything else you can, you can imagine. Again, the studies we did and the studies that we've published are comparing it to a, a board-certified um, parasitologist, and we're getting high 90s correlation between the, the device itself and the AI and this parasitologist. So think of what a average tech in practice can do compared to a parasitologist. I'm sure it's not high 90s in terms of percentage or accuracy. Yeah, and there's a study I remember years ago about passive fecal flotation examinations. Mm -hmm. um, I, we had, you know, we've talked about it. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us more about it? So if you're doing passive flotation versus centrifugation, you're probably missing 50% right off the bat. So, so you're missing, a passive flotation just doesn't get all the eggs, right? So, so even with the, then with the best person in the world reading the slide, you're going to be missing a lot of eggs because you didn't centrifuge. So, so passive flotation is, I mean, not doing fecals is the worst. And then there's passive flotation and then there's flotation with centrifugation and then there's imagist. Yeah. 
I completely agree. Yep. Yep. How was the performance of the VetScan images verified? So we did, um, so far, we did two very large studies. One has already been published and one is submitted for publication and should be out soon, where we we had on the same samples, imagist and a, and a um, board-certified parasitologist working side-by-side, side, blinded to each other, and then we compared the results. And we compared, we, the parasitologist basically spent about 20 minutes on each slide, so a really good read on each slide. And we looked at both the number of eggs and the type of eggs that were found by the parasitologist, and then what did the imagist device say? And again, the correlations were really, really excellent. What is the turnaround time for results with VetScan Imagist? So our listeners really understand this. About 10 minutes. It, it depends a little bit on your upload speed, not to get all technical, asteroid style, but it depends a little bit on your upload speed. The faster you can upload the images, the faster you get the result. But the, the goal is about 10 minutes. So from okay. when you put it on the slide until you get the results, about 10 minutes. And how are the results reported? So the results re- are reported um, in, a, in a couple of ways. On the images platform itself, you can actually see a picture of every single egg on the slide, um, and and a number, and it'll give you a number of every single egg on the slide. So it'll tell you you have one thousand four hundred and fifty-five um, roundworms, for instance, and three hundred and forty-seven giardia on the area of that cover slip, which is the area that it scans, um, and 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 a thousand pictures of, of all of those. Um, a more condensed version is a report that it generates, which goes into the electronic medical record and can also be downloaded as a PDF, um, which is a summary of what's in there and, and, a, and a few select pictures uh, that, that, that it, it decided were the best. You could also deselect those and select others and make your own report, but that's, that's the way it generates. So it, it goes into your electronic medical record. It, it can be downloaded as a PDF, and then you can look at whatever you want um, on the platform itself online. What benefits can vet scan images bring to a veterinary practice? We're kind of talking through this whole podcast. We we've discussed them, but if we were to wrap it up in a nice bow, what do you think they are? Well, I think I think it's two things or three things. I mean, the, the it's best medicine, right? So this is the best fecal you're ever going to get in a veterinary practice in house, right? Um, there's no way uh, uh, anybody in house, even a veterinarian will do as good a job as, as Imagist does. So, so you'll get a really, really, really good fecal in, in, in the time that it takes to do the appointment. So in real time, while the, while the dog owner is still there, you'll get a really, really good fecal. So it's, it's, it's best medicine, right? It also increases efficiency because the tech doesn't have to do it. Once the, once the slide is, is loaded, that tech can go back and see another patient. That tech can go back and help you know uh, wake up some dog from anesthesia they're not tied into looking under a microscope and trying to figure out what there is and looking at the poster on the wall and is it this, is it that. So it increases efficiency in the practice. Um, but it also increases compliance with the owner. I mean, imagine walking into an exam room with an iPad and saying, see these 457 um, hookworm eggs? That's just what we got out of your dog. As a little teeny piece of your dog's feces. Just imagine what's happening in your dog's gut right now. Please take this medication. You know, so... Um, it's a wow factor for the dog owner, and it drives compliance. And 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 the vets will obviously look cutting edge and innovative, that and and high tech and cool, um, almost as cool as a sixty six rocket. Um, but it also it increases efficiency. But the bottom line is it's best medicine. It, it'll provide the most accurate diagnosis that we can get at point of care. Yeah. 
Let's talk about the capabilities a veterinary practice needs to have to support the vet scan imagist. You can just go over what they need. They need to, if they are sending out their fecals, um, they need to be open to doing it in, in practice. So a little bit more work than just sending it out, but you get the result right away. Then they need a tiny bit of counter space. The, the device itself, the scanner, it fits on the, about the palm of your hand. So they need a little bit of counter space, maybe two coffee cups worth of counter space. Um, and then they need an internet connection. Uh, it doesn't have to be wireless. It's hardwired. But they need a decent internet con- internet connection, and but most normal internet connections in a in a in a business will be fine. It just have to be tested. And what, again, what's important is the upload speed. We sometimes pe- don't people don't notice the upload speed. They talk about download speeds because they're used to downloading movies. Uh, it's the upload speed that matters. And then you need a centrifuge, and the centrifuge um, can be just a normal centrifuge used for everything else. Uh, but it, we do have a little bit of requirements around the centrifuge, so not every centrifuge is is the best. So that's another thing we'll check when we go into the practice is, do you have the right centrifuge? Where's your counter space? Which again, is like this much counter space, right? Um, and then what is your internet connection? And that's it. That's all it takes. And then just a willingness to try. That's so impressive. I'm really looking forward to seeing one in practice and in use. Any other thoughts about upcoming innovations? Tons of thoughts. No, thoughts that I can share. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so, so yeah. images are going to be a platform that's going to be around for a long time, right? For forever. So there's always going to be, just like on your podcast, right? There's going to be a season six, I imagine, right? So there's going oh, to be yeah. a yeah, so 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 stay tuned in to the next application for images. It is coming soon. Um, again, it'll be the same scanner. So if you already have it, you're good. Now you'll be able to do more things than fecal uh, with that same scanner. So, and we plan on launching applications after applications, just like you do seasons. Um, you know, all the time for the next few years. So um, there'll be more and more applications on images, and then there's other products coming out that. Um, we'll have similar levels of innovation. You know, we've set the bar now with images, you know, we're not going to do it if it doesn't really provide best medicine, if it's not a great experience for the veterinarian, you know, we've had so much good feedback um, so far from just from the units that are out there. And we just launched it a couple months ago. Um, so this is the bar and this is the bar that we're going to continue to, to drive to is this level of innovation, this level of customer experience. Um, we want diagnostics to be easy to use, to be fun, and to provide best medicine. And, and that's what Imagist does. And that's what all of our line, um, every launch we have, we'll, we'll meet those same standards. It's absolutely extraordinary. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Kim. It's been a pleasure. I'm sorry I wasn't better at the, at the quizzes. You did just fine. And you were a great sport, really. So, no, so this no was problem. fantastic. No, no thank you very much. I can't wait for season six. Well, we look forward to having you on one of the upcoming seasons. We want to hear more. My gosh. Absolutely. So this is the final episode of Pause and Reflect with Zoetis, but for this year at least. But do not be disappointed. As I just said, there's going to be more seasons in 2021. So subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you listen to, and you will be notified when it launches. As they say, a day without learning is a day wasted. So why not learn more? To learn more about VetScan Imagist, please go to www.vetscanimagist.com. I'm Dr. Kim Farina, and this has been Pause and Reflect with Zoetis.